0: Tell me where you're watching from. Love to hear from you. Thank you in advance for watching. Hey, Whitney. If you're tuning in. Just doing a couple things here before we get going. Hey, if you guys will do me a favor, uh, this is going to be very helpful. I'm talking about prophetic instruction and direction, and I'm actually going to share not a word from from me, uh, uh, from a pastor, a prophetic word from a pastor in Nashville, Tennessee. His name is Kent. Christmas and so uh, I'm going to share this word with you because this is a prophetic word for the body of Christ and my car and neck leaving work the sound is great awesome so the picture quality sucks but it's okay we got a Christmas tree but the sound is good that's what's important so uh Tanner's over there laughing at me. Man, I'm telling you guys, if you would have been in here, you would have seen a different side of me. I hate technology. I just, I don't know. There's things I like about it, but technology, I'll say this. I don't hate technology. Technology seems to hate me. Anyways, so share this broadcast. This is going to help a lot of people. You know, it just still baffles my mind. It's like, (laughs) even from the logical side of things, It seems like it doesn't matter how much uh, fraud is exposed, how much of this junk uh, that science has progressed, that even the news is starting to report on about the the cases, COVID-19, the election, all this stuff. We're seeing that a lot of this is not what the mainstream media has said that it is and I mean, even people of the world are starting to see this factually, but yet you still have Christians running around just every single time that something's dropped, that there's a headline that comes across your iPhone, Uh, you know, from the New York Times Post about the coronavirus or a case... uh, cases and spikes and or this election and president-elect Joe Biden I mean all this stuff people are just running around like chickens with their head cut off they're living in fear they're living in unbelief their Christians are confused right now and so this is why I'm going to show you scripture after I show you this word but this is why the prophetic is so important you need to know what God is saying and whenever you when you allow Yourself, or you align yourself with God's prophets on the earth, and I'm going to show you a scripture, again, as I said, in a moment that will help you understand this, it helps give you faith. It helps give you instruction. It helps set you on the right path where you can navigate through all this junk and understand what we are to do and where we're going and what God's doing and what God, where God is going so that you don't just live confused and in fear all the time. And so share this broadcast. This is going to be, I'm telling you guys, this word, this will be the third time that, that I've watched this. And I'm excited to watch it because every time I listen to it, it's just so deep. It's going to build so much faith in you. Uh, if you follow Dutch Sheets, powerful man of God, also a prophet, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely a proven prophet. Um, he, he shared this on his Give Him Fifteen And so, this is a pastor from Nashville named Ken Christmas. I hope I'm saying his name right. Ken or Kent Christmas. So, I'm going to share this with you guys. And I encourage you again, share this broadcast. This is going to be awesome. Enjoy this.
1: Today is a little bit different. I know it's uh, Christmas time. But yesterday morning, uh, God began to speak to me prophetically. And. I feel compelled to release this word today. I think it will be an encouragement to you. Uh, For some reason God waits to the end of the year generally to begin to speak to me the word of the Lord. And I know that a lot of us are wondering what God's going to do in our nation. And so I think today God will give you some answers as I release what the Lord has to say. Let's bow our heads, Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful, Lord, for who you are. And now, Holy Ghost, I stand as a servant of the Lord today. May you speak, God, to the nations, to the church today, what you want to convey into their spirits. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of prophecy We thank you, God, that you have not forgotten us today. But, God, this is a season that we are truly going to celebrate. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. The Lord says, what I am doing now, what you're seeing, is not resurrection of something old. But God said, I am birthing something new in the earth that you have not seen. In my mercy, God says, I have been silent because I have been giving evil men time to repent. But just now, as evil has declared war on me and on the church, so do I declare war on you, says the Lord. I am sending my word forth into the earth, and it will not return unto me unfulfilled. But all that I have declared over the decades, saith the Lord, is going to come to pass in this hour, and it will come quickly. For you are in the third day, says God, and in this day is a day of resurrection of the glory and of the power of the Holy Ghost. My servants who are my prophets that have spoken my word to the nations, Have not prophesied in their own name, they have not spoken fables, but they
2: have declared what thus saith the Lord in my name. Know this, says the Lord of hosts, I will not, I will not, says God, let evil men and so-called believers who are full of unbelief make me a liar, for I am not a man that I should repent, saith God. For I am still God, and when I send forth my word, it goes forth as a sword, saith the Lord, and it is going to pierce the very strongholds of the power of darkness. Just as I came to the earth the first time as God in flesh, so am I now coming to you and to this nation and across the earth in this Christmas season to give you a gift, says the Lord, that you will never forget. What you have been watching in the media is the spirit of that woman Jezebel trying to replace the woman called the church in the earth. But the voice of the church in this hour are my prophets, saith God, and they will not be silenced. And the word of the Lord that I have released in this hour, though it looks impossible, says God, it will come to pass. For all that I declare to you, says the Lord, will not come by the power of men. It will not come through politics or law or even the Supreme Court, says the Lord. But it will come forth by the power of the Holy Ghost in this hour. Just as Jezebel in the days of Elijah drove the prophets into caves, so she and... 2020 drove my church into hiding but just as I was only in the cave for three days says the Lord so is my church coming out of the cave and coming out of hiding for the voice of righteousness will not be silent says the Lord and you will not muzzle me say God I will not sit down as a small child in a corner says the Lord and yield to a power that is not as great as I for I am still God saith the Lord in the year 2021 of January the angel Michael is sounding the ram's horn as a call to war against false religion and counterfeit churches in the earth every pastor in church that has crawled into bed with this spirit saith God I am now going to uncover and I'm going to judge says the Lord for there are many buildings buildings that are built that have the word church on them and a cross says God but they do not honor my name they are not about my presence and they do not care for the poor and those who have been laden with sin but in this day saith God I am raising up a church that is glorious without spot wrinkle or blemish just as the devil has tried to put despair and intimidation on my people I now Released from my throne room saith God a holy garment of boldness on them says the Lord for there is a spirit of power and authority that is going to rise on you and I put the spirit of fear and intimidation on those that have tried to shut up the house of the Lord and as I have watched hallelujah saith God the houses of the enemy become silent there is now a sound of the light of Judah that's getting ready to come up out of the house of the Lord. You will no longer be known as a house that is heavy and in despair, but there is joy, saith God, for even as I came to the earth the first time and the angels shouted, there is joy in the earth, so am I coming to you in this Christmas season, saith the Lord. I have not forgotten what I have promised you, and though it looks impossible, and though Though the media says it will not happen, and though they've already crowned one man a king, I say to you, he is a false king. For the King of kings and the Lord of lords is yet to be raised up. For the throne room of the Lord will not be occupied by an imposter, says God, but it will be set upon by the glorious God of all eternity. Know this, saith God, have I not always told you that though I tarry long when you pray, that when I do come, I will show up quickly. What I'm getting ready to do in the next few weeks, saith God, will be a quick work. It will not be done in part. It will not leave a back door for an enemy to come through. But this time, saith God, I am going to finish what I started. And for four years, the glory of the Lord shall descend upon the earth in a way that you have never seen it, saith the Lord. For I have waited to show myself in this time of destiny because I wanted the enemy to show himself first. Now that he is uncovered, you're going to see the anointing of Elijah being released in the earth, says the Lord, and harvest will begin. just as I had to wait until Goliath's sword could be put in the hand of David before the enemy was destroyed. Just as I waited for Jordan to flood before Israel could cross over. Just as I waited for Mordecai to be promoted until Haman's gallows were built. Know this, the enemy has built a gallows to to hang the church. But I'm getting ready to reverse, saith God, what has been declared in this nation and I'm going to take the weapon that the enemy formed against the house of the Lord and I'm going to call the enemy to be destroyed by the very weapon that he forged in the fires of hell to destroy the people of God in the next four years I'm giving the nations to the church as their inheritance not just a few, not just a bit, not just those that are not under the iron curtain I'm invading the Muslim nations, I'm invading the communist nations, I'm tearing down the iron curtain says the Lord, I am also taking the wealth of the wicked uh, and I am transferring it to the saints uh, of the most high Uh, I did not cause you to be poor Uh, I take pleasure in the prosperity of my servants Uh, land titles deeds money businesses wealth and inventions uh, are now being released out of the heavens uh, unto the saints of the most high Uh, for what I'm going to do will not be a cheap move uh, but it will be the riches of glory being displayed in the earth for what I am going to accomplish says God. What I am now going to do will be like an explosion of my power and my glory in the earth. I am going to cripple China for what they have done to the nations because they have tried to remove me from the earth. I'm also going to deal with their leaders and there's going to be a release of the presence of God and revival in the nation of China. Just as hell released a global epidemic in the earth To advance the purpose of Satan, I am now releasing in every nation my presence and my glory to bring forth the kingdom of Jesus Christ. As you have seen a wave of death in the earth, now shall you see life and divine healing released in the earth. And the shout that's coming out of the people of God is going to tear down the ancient strongholds that have ruled the nations. So get ready, says God not months from now but you're on the preface says the Lord of the greatest outpouring of the glory of God and today I lift up of you saith the Lord the spirit of heaviness and I release upon you the garment of praise shout unto the Lord saith God for this is the hour in which my mercy is being released upon my people saith God Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
1: For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International.
0: There we go. Amen. So, I mean, as you can see, obviously, this man speaking as a prophet of the Lord, what God is saying about the situation right now that we're dealing with in America, COVID-19 uh, this election, uh, so many things. Not only in America, in the world, it's very different. It's very different than the world's report. So, I actually want to show you Scripture, Second Chronicles twenty twenty. If you have your Bible, turn there, uh, and I want you to highlight this and mark this down because I really believe that this is a prophetic scripture, a, a, a scripture that has been given. Because numbers, you know. Numbers mean something to the Lord. The Lord uses numbers many times in the scriptures. And I just think that this is so funny. Second Chronicles, look at this, 2020. What year are we in? We're in the year 2020. I'm not trying to pull something from nothing, but if you look what the scripture says, look how accurate this is for the season that we've walked through in 2020. The latter part of this verse says, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. I don't think anybody could point to another single verse of scripture that is more uh, just right on time, timely, than that verse. Believe in the Lord your God, and you'll succeed. Believe in the prophets, and you shall prosper. You know, so what is the Lord trying to tell us through this verse? How does it apply to this year? Why is it so significant? The Lord is telling us look, in 2020, you're going to have a lot of different reports. You're going to turn on your TV and you can, you know, look at 15 different news stations and they're all going to say something different. You know, you're going to hear the CDC saying one thing, you're going to hear Dr. Fauci saying another thing, this doctor saying. Take the mask off. This doctor saying put the mask on. You're, you know, there's, it's so easy to be confused with information. But what the Lord is telling us through his word, believe. I want to break these two things down. Number one, believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in the Lord your God. Guys, I'm telling you, I want to bring you encouragement today because I'm tired of seeing Christians so confused and so defeated. And jumping on Facebook, listening to the things that Christians are saying. It's like you're just as lost as people that don't even know Jesus, right? I mean, Jesus isn't just some badge that you wear on your shirt. You know, you have God's Spirit. As many are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God and the daughters of God. These are the children of the Lord. You have the Spirit of God. The Bible says that there will be a voice that speaks from behind you, telling you which way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. I'm telling you guys, when you're a believer, you don't have to live life confused. You don't have to walk around wondering what's God's will. What, what am I supposed to do? What is God saying? How should I handle this year? How should I handle this situation? You don't ever have to wonder because he's given us two things. Number one, his word, and we're gonna look at that in a moment, And then also the Holy Spirit. And what does the Holy Spirit mean? Number one, the Holy Spirit will speak through you. Personally, you have the Spirit on the inside of you. But the Holy Spirit gifts, there's gifts. The gift of the Holy Spirit has been poured out to the church. And that gift looks like prophecy. What prophecy literally means, means to speak on behalf of God, to speak for God. And so God has given prophets to the church that speak on his behalf that will tell you this is what God's doing this year. This is what the church needs to be focused on in doing this year. This is the direction the church needs to go in. This is the correction that needs to be received. If you will line yourself up and your life up with the word of God and with the prophets of the Lord, you don't ever have to wonder what you're supposed to do in life. That you can just totally laugh when you see these ridiculous news reports coming across your TV. Man, you don't lose an ounce of sleep at night. You sleep with a big fat smile on your face because you know. No, you don't believe the world's report. You believe the Lord's report. And that's what he said. He said, believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. Can I tell you this? The Lord is promising this year, 2020. And this this can apply into 2021. We're not out of this quite yet. If you will reject the report of the world and believe the Lord, what does it mean to believe the Lord? How do you know what God Is saying, how do you know? By his word. When God is saying, believe in the Lord and you will stand firm. That's the same thing that Jesus said. Anybody who builds their house, I'm sorry, yeah, their house or their life on my word is like a person who builds a house on the rock. Though the wind the wind blows and the rain comes down the house, it won't topple over. It won't blow over because it's built on the rock. And that's what God is saying. Believe his report. Believe his report this year. Don't be living in fear. Don't be living in anxiety. Stop running around with this. Uh, this idea like, you know, you're just waiting for this virus to wipe your family off the face of the planet and you're you're just waiting to lose your job. You're just waiting because they said the economy is going to crash and unemployment is going to destroy this country. And, you know, back in March and April when this started, they said there would be millions of people. Like they made it seem like there would just be bodies lined up on the streets. And people went absolute berserk started taking toilet paper from stores. I mean, crazy stuff, guys, crazy stuff. But I'm telling you, believe it or not, there has been a section of people that have never, not one time, went into that chaoticness, went into that craziness. And even this, you know, even with the church battle, which I'm so thankful the Lord has heard the prayers of the church and begin to move people into places of power that are protecting our rights that are given to us by God and by our Constitution. And so now they're creating these laws that prohibit governors from shutting down churches. So I'll say this, at this point, guys, genuinely, number one, you have the Constitution to stand on the whole time. But if you're shutting down still at this point, it's not... You know, it's don't use the excuse. It's because I have to, you know, we have to obey the laws of the land. There are so many people that are even that aren't even Christians that know that this is constitutionally not correct. Right. This is the law of the land. You have a First Amendment right. That is the law of the land. Amen. And it's the word of God. But so many people run around wondering, right, well, there's a pandemic and now, first, you know, the governor's putting pressure on us, the mayor's putting pressure on us. Should we shut down? Believe the word of God. Go by the word. Do what the word says. You think this is crazy, guys? This isn't the first time that a, a pandemic, that a virus has hit the earth. Do you think that the, the church shut down during the Black Plague? We're like, You know, 25 percent, it may have been way more than that. Don't crucify me because I get this wrong. But, you know, a major part of Europe's population was destroyed. We've had viruses. We've had flus. We've had things all throughout history. The church has never shut down. You know, we had something happen in 1918, and they tried to tell the churches to shut down, and there was a woman preacher named Amy Simple McPherson that went to Oklahoma and held three weeks of meetings. People got saved. People got healed. You know, she pushed against this. Believe the Lord your God, and he says, you will stand firm. You will be established. So what does, the, what does that mean? What, is the, what does the word say? It says several things. Number one, Colossians one thirteen. Colossians one thirteen says that you have been delivered from the power of Satan. God has translated translated you from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. So what is God telling you this year? Don't take up fear. Don't believe that. Right? People just start t- talking like, well, if Joe Biden he becomes president, which you just heard the prophet speak, God's not done. This stuff is about to get flipped. I'm telling you, don't get discouraged. That's why I wanted to do this, to help build your faith and encourage you. Well, when Joe Biden gets president, right, everything's going down the crap hole. It's all done. We're all just done for. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a believer, and the Bible says that I have been transferred out of the devil's reach. I'm not in his reach. I'm not in... His arms, he can't just do what he wants to do in my life. You know, if other people make decisions and Satan has a foothold in their life because they are not covered, their house is not marked by the blood of the lamb, so that spirit has a right to come in and wreak havoc on their family, that may be so for them, but it's not so for me. The Bible says, I have been translated from the kingdom of darkness and put in the kingdom of light. I know the book of Ephesians 1 talks about how we are his body, Christ's body, and Christ is seated far, can you say far above any demon spirit, any devil of this world, any ruler of this world. Christ is so far above and we are seated in him. We are his body. That means if he's far above, we're far above. We're not even in the devil's reach. I love how Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth says it. He says, the devil's not over your head. The devil's not eye to eye with you. The devil is under your feet. And he's not even right under your feet. He is way, way beneath you. Can you say amen? The God is saying, believe the word and you shall stand firm. Believe the word this year. Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Well, I know this looks like... This is all crazy, right? I know that I know that we've gone to church my whole life. I know that that's what I should be doing, but now there's this virus and they're telling me if I go to church, then I could just drop dead or I could spread this to somebody else. Believe the word. What does the word say? Psalms 91. It says no plague will come near your home. It says though a thousand fall at your side and 10,000 may be dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Guys, And w- stop. If your mind automatically jumps to well, if that's true, then how do you explain this church that I heard about in North Carolina? How do you explain this church I heard about in Virginia, where the pastor had services and like 10 people got COVID and then one person died? Look, believe the word. Amen. Number one, I mean, I can tell you guys these death counts, even non Christians who like don't worship Jesus are, are coming out and saying that this is baloney. This is baloney. You know, you go outside and mow the grass and you got a, a little bit of a runny nose. You go, I better go get a COVID test. What, what do you understand that hospitals get money? They get paid, they get, uh, the r- love of money is the root of all evil. They benefit from having a case-demic. This isn't a death pandemic, this is a case pandemic. The death rate is, is ridiculous. The, you know, we have a point what, 8% chance of survival of this thing? And people are running around afraid? This is ridiculous, guys. This is ridiculous. It's just crazy in the past that men and women were burnt alive at the stake, standing for the word of God, thrown into the dens of lions, thrown into a fiery furnace. Jesus Christ nailed to a cross many of his apostles. Peter was crucified upside down, standing for the word of God. And yet, what do we do? The church of this generation, if you want us to shut up and stop meeting, all you have to do is ask us, right? You don't even got to put a lot of pressure on. All you got to do is get some dwarf guy on TV tell you that you can't go to church anymore. And that's good enough for me. That's good enough for me to take Hebrews 10, 25 and literally rip it out of my Bible and throw it in the trash. Believe in the Lord and you shall stand firm. 1 John says that the spirit that is in you is greater than the spirit that is in this world. Deuteronomy 28, it says when you're a believer, right, this is the blessing of the Lord. Deuteronomy 28 talks about the blessing of the Lord on his people, Israel. You read Ephesians two, you read Ephesians three, it says that when we put our faith in Christ, we have been brought into this blessing in these covenant promises. And those promises mean, uh, entail I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. The Lord is saying, look, I know that that there's this false prophet called the mainstream media that's coming on TV every day, running its mouth. But believe what I said. Believe my report. Believe my word. And you will stand firm. Psalms 91. We already talked about it. It says, though a thousand fall at my side and ten thousand are dying around me, these evils will not touch me. No plague will come near my home. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Believe his word. This is not going to be, this is not the devil's time. We're praying and we're believing the prophets that, that, that Donald Trump will be reelected. I'm going to boldly say that and claim that in faith. This isn't over. And I'm going to be a happy man when I see you know, all of these people that have just mocked, And they've already taken their, you know, the victory and they've tried to claim the prize like they've won. They haven't. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. God's not done with God's not done yet. I need you to continue to pray. I need you to continue to stand in faith and believe the report of the Lord. Believe his word. Amen. Believe his word. Though your enemies attack you from one direction, they will scatter from you in seven. Amen. The wicked will not rule over the righteous. Hallelujah. The Lord said he would give us the land anywhere that our foot touched that we would possess the land. Now it's our job to drive out the Philistines. It's our job to drive out the heathen. I'm not talking about sinful people. We love them. We want them to get saved but I'm talking about this devil antichrist spirit that is in the world right now that is trying to constantly push us towards globalism that's trying to push us towards one world government that's trying to set the stage for what revelation 13 tells us what the world's going to look like when the antichrist comes into power you see that spirit at work right now trying to set the stage it's not his hour it's not his time the devil has once again gotten ahead of himself it is not the time yet Jesus Christ is coming back very soon but it's not right now. We have received a word from the Lord. This prophet just spoke on this video that we're going to see the glory of God poured out on the earth over the next four years. This is not the devil's hour. This is not the devil's hour. Can you say amen? Say I'm going to prosper. Amen. Not just prosper so that I can just be content, fat, and jolly, and, and a happy old person. I am going to prosper and advance the kingdom of heaven on the earth. Amen. I'm not going to watch this wave of revival. Declare this. I will not watch this wave of revival. Just ride by and I'm going to sit on the beach and wave as people ride the wave. I'm getting in the water. I'm jumping on the wave. Amen. So Second 2 Chronicles 2020, 20, the Lord said, Believe. In the Lord your God, we just talked about, that's the word, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. So another translation, you read the King James, the New King James, it says, Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. So what is the Lord telling you? Number one, believe the report of his word. Number two, listen to the prophets of the Lord. This is the last thing that I'm going to say to you guys. You know, the gift of the prophet, the office of the prophet has been removed from the church. Not everywhere. There's a lot of great churches that still honor this gift and still see prophecy and and bring in people that are truly, not just that can prophesy, because you need to understand this as well. Every believer has the ability, if you have the Holy Spirit, you have the ability to prophesy. What prophesy means is to simply speak on behalf of God. In fact, Acts chapter 2, Jesus said in the last days, I'll pour my spirit out and all flesh, on all flesh, men and women alike, white, black, Asian, orange, silver, gold, young, old, doesn't matter. He's going to pour out his spirit. They'll dream dreams. They'll prophesy. You can prophesy. But just because you prophesy doesn't mean that you have been established and given the anointing, or I should say the position of a prophet in the body of Christ. And there are people that are genuinely called of the Lord, anointed by the Lord, to speak, not just to their own congregation or not just a word of knowledge to somebody, but to speak direction, to speak correction, to speak on behalf of God to nations, to to the entire ecclesia of the church globally. There are men. You need to hook yourself up with these people. You need to be tuning in. Dutch Sheets has uh, something he's been doing every day called Give Him 15. So number one, he is a prophet of the Lord. And number two, he constantly, that video I just shared with you in the beginning was, I actually saw it watching Dutch Sheets, he shared it. So he's connected with prophets of the Lord, Chuck Pierce and Lou Engel, and uh, I know Jeremiah Johnson, prophet of the Lord. You need to hook in with these people's ministries and you need to stay tuned, uh, in tune with what they're saying because the Lord will give us instructions. I can tell you, there's so many Christians defeated, right? There's pastors already throwing their hats in, saying, well, let's just concede. Joe Biden's the new president, throw it in the ring, let's move on. I see Christians saying stuff like this. Do you know why they're saying this? It's because they have neglected the office of the, uh, of the prophet in their lives. They have not honored the prophet in their life. So they're walking around confused, because if they did, guys it's not just one person saying this if you look at like the true people that have proven ministries that are proven prophets on the earth right now they're all saying the same thing they'll have three different dreams that are different but all the same interpretation the same meaning the same thing God is speaking through his prophets right now how can pastors throw in their hat and say well let's just get behind it it's gonna happen that's not what the Lord's saying they have neglected the prophet and that gift that God has given to the church. And so you need to have a healthy dose of the word, number one, and, and I'll say this as well, the word comes first. The word comes first because it's, the word is what actually allows you to judge prophecy. If anybody ever gets up and begins to prophesy and it's not in line with the word of God, you know that it's, a, it's not a spirit of the Lord. I'm not gonna say that they're a false teacher or a devil spirit, sometimes people have good intentions but they just miss it and it could be the spirit, they're flesh, they're just getting up there in the flesh trying to give a word or something. The word comes first. You take this word and you make what God said, this is my report, this is what I believe, this is what I'm claiming. Psalms one says I will be like a tree planted by the river, I will prosper in every season. That means if Donald Trump's the president, that means if Joe Biden's the president, I don't care what that devil spirit wants to do on this earth, it won't affect me. It won't affect my finances. It won't affect my health. It won't affect my house. It won't affect my family. It won't affect my church. My church will not shut down. We will never shut down. You know, you're gonna have to burn this place down before we shut the doors. It's not gonna happen. That's the report of the Lord. I'm not living in fear, I'm standing in faith. And then you believe the prophets and you shall prosper. Why, because you'll be able to make accurate decisions about things. You'll be in line with, the, with what the Lord is saying and what the Lord is doing and you won't live in fear. You won't live confused. What am I supposed to do right now? I have all these people. I, don't make your source some stupid Facebook Commentary, You know, somebody post on the Angelina Classifieds and you're going to read through the comments. Well, Peggy Sue said this and Jerry Jack over there said that. And you start getting all confused. The word of God, the prophets of the Lord. You keep your heart. You, you, you settle yourself on those two things and you will be established and you will prosper. Amen. God's not done with this. Amen. I want you all to pray with me. Join your faith with mine. Let's pray. Let's pray for this election. Father, thank you for giving us a word from a prophet, Lord. We receive it. We receive that prophet, that man of God, and we honor him right now. Lord, we we place him in a place of honor in our hearts. We're not going to be skeptical. I've I've judged that prophecy according to your word. It is accurate according to your word, and I believe it is from you. So, Father, by faith, we receive it right now. We receive it. Let it give us hope. Let it give us faith. Let it encourage us that this is not over. This is not over. This election process is not over in Jesus' name. I don't care what the devil's trying to tell you, and I don't care what, how many speeches Kamala Harris and Joe Biden get up to give. This is not over. The Lord is not done with this. Father, I thank you for that. That promise that you've given us to encourage us so that we will continue to pray. So that we will not grow weary in doing good. We will not grow weary in praying and standing in faith. And we declare according to your word, we shall reap a harvest of blessing because we will not give up. We will believe your prophets. We will believe your word and we will press forward in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Lord, I want to join my faith with the believers watching right now. We come to you in your courtroom, in your presence. I ask right now for every fraudulent thing to be exposed. Let the fraud of this Dominion voting software be exposed in Jesus' name. Any devil spirit that is holding back evidence, any devil spirit that is holding back the truth from coming to the light, I bind it right now. We as the church agree upon this and we command this thing to lose its grip. We command for this to be exposed. Father, this is what we're asking for. We are asking for a fair election. All we want is a fair election. You're a God of justice. You're not going to take it from one person and, and, and unjustly give it to another person, we're asking for a fair, righteous election, Lord, that was fair. Let every legal ballot be counted. Let every fraudulent ballot be rejected and exposed in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I'm confident if that happens, I'm 100% confident that Donald Trump won this election in a landslide, not even a contest. Let it be exposed in Jesus' name. And Lord, we stand on your word that you said in the book of Galatians that your justice could not be mocked, that a man will always reap what he has sown. Father, you have spoken to us through the prophets and according to your word that we are in a season of harvest. Harvest is great for the believer that has sown good seed, but Lord, harvest season is also a season of judgment for those that have sown seed that cause them to reap judgment. And I'm asking for prosecutions to take place. I'm asking for accountability right now in the name of Jesus that those that have Join with this wicked spirit to destroy our country and destroy people's lives, that they be held accountable, that they be exposed and they they don't get a slap on the wrist. Lord, your justice will not be mocked, that they will be prosecuted in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for flipping this. Thank you, Father. The enemy is digging a hole right now for the church, but he's digging his own grave because he's going to fall in his own hole. He's preparing a weapon right now to cut off the head of the church, but the church is going to take the very weapon that the enemy has formed and forged in the fires of hell, and the church is going to cut off the head of this serpent, this devil spirit. We stand in faith. We stand in victory. We believe you, Lord. We believe in you. In the name of Jesus and all the believers, shouted, where you're at. Amen. Amen, guys. I love you. I love you. Last thing I want to do, if you would like to give to this ministry, you can do so. I'll have the ways uh, in the screen on the bottom. And I'm also going to post it in the comments. Let me go ahead and do that real quick. Let me post it in the comments. Well... There we go. One day I promise, especially if you guys give, I uh I could have some better stuff that won't make this so uh weird having to do it this way. I got you. I got it already. There we go. Praise God. If you guys would like to give, you know, we're here at this church. We believe what the word of God says. Everything in the kingdom starts in a seed form. Nothing is done without a seed first planted. Jesus taught that about the kingdom. Uh, In order to get a harvest, you have to have seed in the ground and uh, Jesus told his disciples many things. He said, I promise you this, even no person that even gives a cup of water to, to somebody that's preaching my gospel, to one of my workers or my servants, he said, will not go left unrewarded. Everything that you give for the kingdom, Jesus said in Luke 6, comes back to you. But not just returned in what you gave, he promised it would be multiplied. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, poured back into your lap. But this is the key, guys. You can't. It's not something that you do because you feel pressured or you feel obligated. Giving has to be done from a, from a spirit of thankfulness and from a heart of love. From a heart of love. Number one, I love, I love the Lord. I love the gospel. I love Jesus. And number two, I'm thankful for what he's given me. I'm so thankful that he's blessed me. Man, I'm telling you, even if I feel like I don't have all the money that I would like to have or I'm I'm exactly where I'd like to be, statistically, especially if you're in America, I mean, you are more prosperous than like 90% of the rest of the world. You have so much more than millions and millions of other people have just by being born in this country. So the Lord has made us rich. We've been shown, shown favor just by being born in this country. And it's coming from a heart of thankfulness, Lord. You have established me. You have blessed me. You know, maybe I've lived my life so consumed with my agenda, with what, my little kingdom that I've built on this earth, but Lord, I'm actually going to show you that I want to stand behind your vision and what you're doing. I want to help fund the gospel. I want to help plant churches. I want to I help the gospel go forth. I want to bless men and women of God. I want to place you in a place of honor. And if you give from that heart of thankfulness. Second Corinthians nine promises, God says that he will actually continue to give you seed. Number one, because you're thankful. And the Bible says that thankfulness causes the earth to yield its harvest. And then number two, he says that he'll give you seed because you show yourself approved to be a sower. And he says, I give seed to the sower. I'll give bread for you to eat and seed for you to sow. In second Corinthians chapter nine, And so you plant this seed, you help the gospel go forward, and this is a promise according to God's word. And what did we read? Believe the Lord, and you shall be established. The Bible says what you make happen for others, God makes happen for you. Guys, this is how the kingdom works. Look at 1 Kings 17. Elijah and the widow, you know, she she didn't have enough food to eat on. Barely one last meal. But how does the kingdom work? Even though she had one last meal, she used part of that meal to feed the man of God. And what does the Bible say? When you, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Then God blessed her and her resources never ran out. Instead of just eating one meal, she ate continually. It, the, the oil never stopped flowing. The flour never stopped coming out of the jar. What you make happen for others, makes, God makes happen for you. The kingdom is backwards. I know that whenever we feel tight, we feel squeezed, we feel pressed, that we're like, you know, probably like that woman in First Kings 17, I need to hoard, I need to compile, I need to store this up in a barn somewhere, and I really need to worry and be stressed and figure out how I'm going to make this work. The Bible actually says though, if you will even in your lack or where you feel like you may be lacking, give and make something happen for somebody else, the Lord will in turn, you will always reap what you sow, he'll make it He'll return it back to you, but not just in what you gave. Again, pressed down, shaken together, running over, overflowing. The Lord will bless it and and multiply it back to you in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you for my friends. I thank you for people that have partnered with our ministry here. Bless them, Lord. And I don't even have to beg you because you promised us in your word that you would. And so we just believe your word. I pray that every person that would act on this in faith would simply just believe that you will do what you said you would do in your word as they act in faith. Thank you so much, Father, for how good you are, how kind you are, and how merciful you are. We love you. You're such an amazing God. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with me as I shared the word of God. If you would like to become more than just a casual listener and want to give to our ministry, you can do so in the following ways. For credit or debit, go to www.nbchuntington.org. For PayPal, you can send it to NBC Huntington. For Cash App, use dollar sign capital NBC HTX 20. Thank you so much. I pray God blesses you abundantly. Until next time, this is John Wallace.